All right, welcome back to the Beneath the Surface podcast, and today I'm here with Flesh Gollum, or Flesh, as a lot of people know him. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I've I've been um, the most like inspired and excited to do stuff musically that I've really ever been. It's I don't know, past past week or so has been really cool for me. That's huge, honestly, and I, I know that um. You balance a lot of vocals and production aside too. So when you have that burst of like kind of wanting to jump back into it, get a lot of inspiration from music, it's huge because I know you do a lot, a lot, a lot. So that's huge. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I always feel like I have to to sort of um, do extra all the time. Like I, I'll have little moments where I. Uh, don't do anything at all and i kind of mm. feel like i have to make up for it by going 150 percent. but then i burn yeah. out and then it's just yeah. a cycle no i get that um but just jumping straight into it um do you have any like upcoming projects that you're excited to work on or that you have something coming up yes question mark uh i really wanted to do another project by the end of this year but at the rate that i'm doing things i, I just don't think it's gonna happen um, I have a few like individual unfinished songs that I've kind of just had on my hard drive for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, usually what I do, because my recording sort of environment is not very ideal for what I do, mm-hmm. I have to record outside or in my car, or outside meaning the garage. But um, mm-hmm. I just have I have three roommates, so finding a time to record indoors is not easy. And I either have to do it really late at night or during the winter. So mm-hmm. it's starting to cool down. So I'm ho- hopefully I'll get a bunch of stuff done and go crazy. But I, I can't really uh, promise anything right now, I suppose. No, but that that's I think that. Um, shows true character on how much you genuinely care about getting things out there, um, expressing your feelings through music. Like if you're you're literally like recording in your own damn car just to get <laughs> stuff out, like that that's in your mind you think it's not ideal, but to the people that follow you and uh, genuinely enjoy your music, that's like we're usually appreciated by that because that takes dedication. Um, just to find the time, just to record. Um, but no, that's that's huge. It is very stressful, but it, it genuinely shows that you care. And that's one thing that I really appreciate about a lot of people within the scene, too, where a lot of us are just, like, not in a, a legitimate studio. You know what I mean? It, we're sitting at our desk, our car, outside, anything, uh, just to kind of get it out there. You know what I mean? It's an expensive hobby. It is really expensive, but... Uh, it's a very good way for people to um, help themselves with mental health. Uh, just getting their thoughts out through writing and things like that is huge. For sure, yeah. It's yeah. very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, you've worked with people all across the scene, ranging from Dex to Nova Garden, in production and vocals. When it comes to production and vocals, which one do you think you focus more on? I think that I would like to focus more on vocals, but I, I find my process is very frustrating. I um I take a long time to write things. Uh, I, a lot of my peers just like punch in and can pump a song out in twenty minutes. I I don't. I've never mm-hmm. been able to do that. Um, 
it's very time consuming, but it's it's always been more uh, rewarding and it, it always feels better for me to listen back to my own songs. Mm-hmm. I think I spend way more time doing production stuff, though. Um, and it's nice because I get to work with other people and uh, occasionally there's a few dollars that come my way. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I do focus on production more, but ideally I would love to just do my own music with my friends and uh, not play the beats game you know Mm -hmm. and in a way you almost have to do double the work when it comes to making vocals because not only do you actually have to produce it but you also have to do the vocals which like you said is super time consuming and not everybody has the time to be able to do that so i think that you're able to um kind of focus on trying to get music out as much as you can you know what i mean because it is very time consuming yeah i think it's it's a it's kind of nice though on like just knowledge wise because if you focus on making beats you are sort of missing a whole like genre Mm -hmm. of not genre it's already a music term but you get what i mean like uh Mm -hmm. with vocal production um you don't have any experience with that if you're just focusing on beats all the time i feel like it Mm -hmm. uh it gives you a much broader sort of view of the whole world that is audio engineering, like doing your own masters and stuff. I think it's it's nice to be a sort of jack of all trades with it, but at the same yeah. time, not focusing on specializing in something mm-hmm. can be really stressful because there's only so much time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And going back into the audio engineering aspect of it, I have this <clears throat> debate with a lot of people that I've interviewed. How important do you think the knowledge of music theory and production as a whole is to kind of understanding music more and growing more as an artist? I think that there are a bunch of old people who wrote stuff down in a textbook forever ago, and they're like, this is the standard for music theory and all that. And it's it's helpful. You know, mm-hmm. you can really make sense of the things that you might understand innately um but when it comes to music theory like just the understanding of it for an individual you don't need words to describe it if you Mm -hmm. know it sounds good you know it sounds good even if you don't know how to describe it it's uh it's still a very real phenomenon um so i i think it's important It, it is important um, but the sort of academic definition of it is a lot less important because now mm-hmm. everyone, you're not um, sort of uh, locked behind money to pay for a studio or something. You mm-hmm. can just, you know, get whatever programs you need on your own and figure stuff out. I think that's one thing that makes making music so much easier nowadays because uh you don't necessarily have to have top tier quality and book time in yeah. uh, like a studio and, and take time out of your day to kind of um, make sure everything sounds perfectly, let For alone sure. the financial aspect to it. Cause you know, if you're booking a studio, it's, it's, it's not cheap. Yeah. And people respect the rawness too. Like there's songs that I mm-hmm. love on SoundCloud that objectively do not sound good, but they yeah. have that heart, you know, they have that, that sort of feeling to it and i think that's that's the most important part of it is being able to tap into that flow state and like 
whatever magic occurs when uh when songs like that are being made it, I, I think th- that thing is important to tap into yeah i agree and that's another thing that i think is so rewarding about being kind of an underground artist is you don't necessarily have to have the top tier quality to notice growth and improvement through your own music and oh, yeah. your friends' music too. Because if you're starting music with friends or make meeting friends along the way, and you notice how much they're growing when they started in the exact situation as you sitting at your desk or sitting wherever recording, on sometimes like I've I've talked to people that have like a, a twenty dollar mic and they're still able to put out songs that are very very good you know what i mean you can obviously yeah. notice the difference between like radio music and underground sure. music but that's that that's the way it's yeah. supposed to be you know a uh, melty cannon mm-hmm. yeah um they were making music in like 2015 I, I think in one of their songs i forgot which one it was but they mentioned like speaking into the like laptop mic Mm-hmm. and that was like the way they recorded and it worked you know it, it yeah. fit the vibe of the song yeah you really don't need that much stuff you really don't um listen tell me who some of your biggest inspirations are obviously behind your sound biggest or just in general okay um i think lately the clc guys like sleep talk uh light sleeper ybc miley like i don't know meeting them in person um recently has really sort of shifted my uh, perspective on like how things can be done i've, mm-hmm. I've been yoinking a, a few melodies from them recently but um i think lifetime um i i kind of don't think about it too much anymore but growing up i listened so much black bear mm-hmm. and I, th- I think black bear has kind of always been a big uh inspiration to me um i mean like i feel like like a lot of people like juice world little peep really mm-hmm. uh affected things a lot for me um sewer person and soft heart i've always credited as being yeah. really big inspirations for me um mm-hmm. heaven i don't know if you know heaven h-e-a-v-n uh just melodically is so fucking talented and mm-hmm. i would love to do stuff with them sometime but um yeah i, I don't know i i guess uh most of my day-to-day inspirations are just my friends and the people that I do stuff with. Mm. Um, it's cool to be able to like bounce off of them and uh, like y- you know it's, uh, it's it's easier to get things done when it's when it's not just uh, all by yourself. Mm-hmm. I hundred percent agree. Um, I think making friends <clears throat> along the way is one of the most important aspects oh, yeah. of making music in general. It's the most um, fun part too. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to uh, share those experiences and make new experiences through, whether it's getting features from your friends, just having somebody to show your music to is huge. It's huge. Um. When it comes to your name, mm-hmm. do you have any reasoning behind Flesh Gollum or your producer Flesh? Yeah, um, I've gone by a few names mm-hmm. in my career on the internet. A lot of um, people have, if, for sure. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think I was just needing a new name because I was going by my like real name for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got weird really fast. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, I was just looking at myself in the mirror 
I was playing a lot of Guild Wars at the time, the original one. Mm-hmm. And you, it's a if you don't know, it's an MMO. You could play a bunch of different classes. They call it professions. But um, I was playing a Necromancer, and you could like summon flesh golems. I'm like, that's cool. I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, that's a flesh golem. You know, because mm-hmm. it's just it's like a I, I heard um humans described as like meat mechs or something before. I thought that was just a cool concept. So mm-hmm. just golem yeah. made of flesh. I, I don't know. It's, and uh, I think uh, as, like the way that the letters look just typed out flesh mm-hmm. made more sense as a producer name. And I kind of wanted to keep it a little bit separate too. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's really cool that you have something that at one point was like kind of a big part of your life. Like a lot of people that um, play tons of video games and things like that. There's people that I know that have made their stage name based off of their gamer tag <laughs> or just things within games. X's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of numbers and X's. Just things like that. The small things that bring you happiness can also <clears throat> lead to almost a whole new identity for you. You know what I mean? Sure, because sure. if somebody... I'm sure people have literally like uh, called you Flash. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like it it, it is who you are. Weird. It's it's, it's more than just a name. It's more than just yeah. a stage name to you, honestly. It's almost who you are. And it, it is weird when you kind of change your stage name because once in a while you get that person that calls your old stage name or yeah. in your case, obviously, you went by your yeah real well, name. I'm, I'm lucky to not really have that because no one really... Mm-hmm. I didn't really re- branch out too much. Uh, yeah. The sort of... The whole Flesh Golem thing is uh, the first identity that I've mm-hmm. really tried to push things with yeah so i'm lucky in that regard that is really cool out of everything you've done within music what do you think your biggest accomplishment is biggest accomplishment um so i think one thing that really um meant a lot to me is i was never able to uh just, just growing up like set goals for myself and really accomplish them Mm -hmm. and uh i like first wanted to start taking music seriously like end of 2021 i'm like damn i've been doing this for a while i'm i'm uh nothing's happening i need to get serious about it and uh set a goal for myself to make 500 beats by the end of the year for some people that's not a lot compared to what they're able to do i've seen people do over Mm -hmm. a thousand but for me that was a big deal and uh I broke that big goal down into smaller goals and I just day by day like chipped away at it and I actually achieved it and it was the first time I'd ever like made myself proud I guess Mm -hmm. and um, hearing the first beat I made to the last beat I made huge difference and even from Mm -hmm. then till now I've been I've made a lot less uh, music in general Mm -hmm. this year but I would say that the music that i've made has been more like thoughtful and more um yeah. i don't know I've, I've put more effort into it i suppose yeah Quality i don't know just quantity yeah well yes i am a firm believer that quantity is more important when you are starting out when you're because, starting out yes i yeah. agree because mm-hmm. you think, need to know your process yeah yeah once you get the hang of it and, and kind of grow your craft i feel like quality becomes more important you know what i mean yeah. I was drop. I was making a song once a week when I first started. Much, it's much. way too much, and I got burned out, and everything ended up sounding the same. And then as I grew, um, 
and as I got also older, you don't have the availability to make like a song every week yeah. anymore. Because some to... people do, but yeah, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't. When that's literally all you do is make music, people like sewer person who that's genuinely the like what they do. Yeah. He makes a song every goddamn day. It's like absurd. It's my own... but yeah, oh, I think... sorry, my. What are you saying? <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, you're good. Um, Go for it. No, uh, my buddy Miley, YBC Miley. Uh, mm-hmm. we were hanging out like in person and he was like oh I, I i don't know if i think i haven't told you but i have like 60 songs with you that i haven't shown you i'm like oh my six gosh. zero are you kidding me yeah that's <laughs> we haven't lot. known each other for that long I, yeah mm-hmm. it's just uh some people's work ethic with it is absolutely crazy yeah i think that's a cool thing about being a producer too is because you could put your beats out to anybody and some people you'd least expect could use your beat and then release it you know what i mean without you really even knowing them yeah I, i've had friends that have put out a beat and one of their biggest like inspirations ended up using the beat like that's so cool it, it's it's just really production is such a huge thing that I, I wish more people would take the time to almost learn and understand it it's more than to it than just putting a beat out you know what i mean For sure. you actually have to understand um like how to maintain the correct schedule for putting out beats like every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's a lifestyle really. It is. And, and you said you, you, you wanted a goal of putting out like 500 beats a day. What a lot of people don't understand a day or a year and not a day. A day. I'm sorry. <laughs> a year. That's over a beat a day. Yeah. Like that, that that's a lot. But, you, but some think people don't think it, it is. If you make a beat in anywhere from, 15 minutes to an hour depending on how much sauce you put on it that's mm-hmm. not a lot per day yeah you really think about it it adds up for sure mm-hmm. but it's it's doable it's very doable yeah but going back to production as a whole what how old were you when you started to kind of um get super interesting in, in guitar or instruments as a whole Ooh, it must have been 2014 um yeah when i started that was the first time i ever recorded or anything in fl studio um i've been sort of around music my whole life my dad uh, loves guitar he's been playing guitar his whole life uh i was putting piano lessons when i was really young i hated it mm-hmm. um but like when i grew older i was like you know that was actually kind of cool uh mm-hmm. did some guitar lessons did some vocal lessons when i was 14 15 but um yeah, I, I think uh, I've always been doing it on and off. I think mm-hmm. I spent way too much time playing games when I probably should have been a little more productive. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I like to say that I really started pursuing music last year, beginning of last year. Mm-hmm. I think that's the same. I think um, you kind of start off uh, as a hobby a, a majority of the time. And yeah. then you end up finding passion over time for music. You meet new people. You find more motivation to get things out there more often. So um, it's it a confidence just, thing. Yeah, it's a confidence thing. That was going to say, I didn't start getting confident through vocals until probably close to a year after I started. Yeah, it takes a long time to it build does. that. For sure. So, and some people are way too confident for, for yes, lack of experience they have. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a, just a it's lot a of thing in our scene, yeah, too, especially oh, yeah. for the younger um, people yeah. in the scene, because 
I feel like people that have been around in the scene for a bit, uh, like I said, I'm only 20, but I've been around for four years. Yeah. You God, that's longer than me. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you tend to notice when um, a certain person or a certain group of people have too big of an ego, whether that that's um, bothering people online, just, just it's, a majority of the time, I feel like is the younger people in the scene. But once in a while, you, you do see the like those grown men that have yeah. no reason having the ego that they do. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I think a part of it is people just need to be told um, how they're being. If someone makes someone else uncomfortable, it is not comfortable to confront that. Mm-hmm. But I think that for everyone's sake uh that sort of emotion needs to be shared Mm -hmm. and it can be done in a nice way you don't have to be an asshole i agree yeah um like especially the younger people who maybe they don't really understand how it is i know i was insufferable when i was Mm -hmm. 17 so was i oh my god (laughs) yeah everyone was but like it, it is a cool thing like if you're if you're a teenager and you make a song like oh i'm a i'm a rapper i'm so cool Mm -hmm. let me tell everyone like i i get it i've i've been there um Mm -hmm. it's a it's 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 a weird it's a weird balance because at the same time if you're too humble and you don't give yourself any credit ever Mm -hmm. you're not nothing's ever gonna happen you know yeah no i agree i think um you need to be able to take criticism when it comes to making music you you need to have that one friend that's gonna straight up tell you maybe not this is blunt as I'm about to put it, but you have to have a friend sure. that tells you, "Oh, this song fucking stinks." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, you need someone to kind of almost humble you, but also not in a way that's gonna make it so you're down on yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, because in terms that's... of criticism, it's it's hard to nav- navigate sometimes. Mm-hmm. I and it depends on the person too. Some people are are very straightforward, like I am. Like I'm a very very blunt person, um, and a lot of people that especially when i was younger didn't know how to deal with just how straightforward i was and i ended up um kind of coming across as a dick you know what i mean um but you, it, it's all relative you got to be able to uh not just say oh this sucks but you can give insight on what you think maybe would sound better about it yeah and, and yeah. things like that like it, it's it's so easy to lower somebody's confidence especially when it comes to making art so yeah. that's why I wish people sometimes would do it in a way that isn't rude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so. it's 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 tough too cuz like I am a very sensitive person. I've mm-hmm. had people uh give me cr- constructive criticism that was worded perfectly but still kind of hurt mm-hmm. to hear even yeah. though it wasn't nice. Um yeah, it's it's tough cuz you never really know what someone's going through and uh you know what they're okay with and what they're not okay with like mm-hmm. people will like joke around with their friends being like jokingly mean you know i feel like that's pretty normal yeah um and i don't know sometimes it's hard to decipher or or, or maybe like like my brain will like play tricks on me and be like oh, mm-hmm. you're overthinking it no uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no i get that a lot too and that's the thing about having online friends so many people within the scene have online friends um just that they met through music in reality 
unless you're like super, super close with them and you've met them IRL, you don't necessarily always know what's going on away from Discord. You don't know what's yeah. going on with them in their life. You yeah. don't know what they're dealing with. So I think that that's just another reason to be kind to people and to be there for people that really need it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's important. Because mental health is a big issue in our scene. Especially is, in our scene, yeah. Yeah, it's not talked about as much as I wish it was. So, Well, it uh, is, but only in the songs. True, but you in know? reality, um, you don't know what's necessarily true or not through someone's true. music. Because there's so many people that, um, I don't want to say like cap rap, but maybe over exaggerate specific yeah. topics to make it sound like they're going through something worse than they are. Sure. And in reality, they could be going through that. It could be worse than what it sounds like, but you don't necessarily know that person so well. So you can't really like infer or say yeah. anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I knew this guy who um, I was having a, a sort of similar conversation with him. It was at, it was at a party. I don't know how many years ago, mm-hmm. but he grew up very poor. Um, sort Mm -hmm. of like gang affiliated people by him he had to sort of struggle to uh get by you know selling drugs doing all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and he was just talking about his like family issues and everything and i i was saying like man i feel bad because like i feel so affected by my sort of woes but they're kind of nothing in comparison to what you've gone Mm -hmm. through because i in comparison have been very sheltered and he told me that his uh, grandma told him that uh, like doesn't matter what people go through, everyone feels like pain the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it you can't compare how somebody's issues are to yours. You know what I mean? Some yeah, people or how they'll affect them. Yeah. yeah, they can grow up like in in the in your case, they could be uh, like lower income, they could be gang affiliated, but there's somebody that could be wealthy no family issues or anything like that, but they're still able to feel almost similar pain. You know what I mean? You can't compare um, how people grieve or deal with their emotions. You know what I mean? Because everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some people, if they're going through that their whole lives, they sort of get numb to it. They Mm -hmm. develop a toughness. And for people who have never had to experience that kind of stuff, if, something that would be kind of a minor thing to someone else happens to them in their life. It could floor them. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's weird. It's a weird sort of threshold there. Yeah. That's why I, I wish people, um, took mental health a little bit more serious than, because in a way there's always some people that are very vocal about mental health, but then again, it's not super easy to talk about mental health, especially to like on the internet, to where a bunch of people can see it and you're vulnerable you know what i mean yeah um so i think that's one reason why people put so much um into their own music they view it as uh, a getaway in a way to kind of release their emotions like it's almost like a therapy for a lot of people for sure yeah so i think it's it's huge to be able to get your emotions off through music but also it's good to have that friend group or that friend that can also help you away from music to vent to them or whatever you know what i mean definitely yeah yeah 
but back on to kind of that they got a little bit dark but yeah. <laughs> back to you um okay. when it comes to organization how would you say your organization is because i know you got vocals you got production you got your real life right, how are you able yeah. to balance it all hmm <laughs> um so i another thing that i believe in very much is starting out right at mm. uh the beginning of every year at least recently i will hard reset my computer back everything up redownload all my programs all my files uh everything i need samples and um i put everything just in an, a folder called old i zip it up mm-hmm. i i've been doing it differently because i save every, everything to google drive now but um yeah just uh not having a bunch of files on your computer just with like button mashing as the title uh really helps a lot because mm-hmm. i i think that uh, if you're not finishing the things that you're making um it's really easy to go into your folder and be like what should i finish today and you see mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff that's just random titles not completed like oh, i'll just make a new one and then it never gets done mm-hmm. um so i think that uh um organization wise trying to put an emphasis on finishing things especially um less in uh sort of intensive things like making a beat or a loop or something mm-hmm. um having the right like title bpm and all that has really been useful for me when mm-hmm. it comes to time management i'm really all over the place i have mm-hmm. um a few things that are regular goals of mine like i try to send out loops every two weeks and put out a beat three times a week um i think that uh i would love to transition to having it being a daily thing but um you know real life can get in the way and sometimes some days you just cannot make anything Mm -hmm. um so i i'm consistent but i'm not that consistent yeah that's what i was going to talk about next honestly consistency is such a huge thing because uh once you kind of get that uh group of people that you have that listen to your music and almost expect things from you if you're inconsistent it's harder for them to kind of keep up with like when you release and things like that yeah i mean even the bare minimum is like kind of get it like communicating to other people when you're going to drop and things like that promotion is a huge huge thing within our scene and a lot of people aren't uh great at promotion or necessarily know how to do promotion i don't i have mm-hmm. no idea how that stuff works yeah i always feel uh weird about it because like um i don't know like i've i've gotten just you know unsolicited dms from people like just mm-hmm. straight up at their soundcloud link like not even mm-hmm. a message about it i'm like man i'm not gonna listen i'm sorry i'm just not gonna listen to it yeah i, I feel bad but you know if no, you're not gonna put any effort in towards it um i mean at least like a hi how are you can you like yeah. check this out or something yeah, exactly. like that you know what i mean exactly uh, yeah that's another thing i hate about um the younger people in the scene where they'll, they'll just send you a song and they won't say anything about it they won't yeah. check on how, how you're doing they won't like at least be like hey can you check this out for me can you give me feedback or something on this you know what i mean yeah asking Um, for feedback i think is a great way to mm -hmm. to to go about doing that yeah and and even if the feedback is not good that's it's it's feedback you know what i mean you can take it 
however you want. Some people are more sensitive. Some people are are, are good at taking criticism. But um, I I just think that promotion is such a gray area within the scene because it's another thing if you want really really good promotion you either have to have a a following to begin with or you have to pay for promotion which that's a whole other story that could be dodgy it's just a it's a big thing you know what i mean there's i I have tons of friends that have tried to pay for certain promotions and they end up getting fucked over or something it's it's not easy a lot of those channels and pages are super botted too Mm -hmm. like the amv Um, youtubes are all botted like my friend uh daedra blown up recently i i need to check how many monthlies he has but he's been doing very well for himself he Mm -hmm. went the uh playlisting route and um really like studied how to get things done and it's worked Mm -hmm. out for him hold up let me see yeah 130k Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, because he he was at like a thousand when I met him like a year ago. Um, it's it's doable. It's possible. I think there's two ways to achieve respect and numbers at the same time. Mm-hmm. There's doing that. Um, you know, really trying to put yourself out there as much as you can, and then you get the numbers. But uh oh, you're not playlisted anymore. They all drop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you do get fans by doing that. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just you have to maintain that level of um, being outgoing and putting yourself out there to keep uh, you know new fans coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's a flip side of it where you don't even do that at all, and you just like try to meet people and make friends and mm-hmm. work with individuals. Uh, Almost build a community in a way. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's so many the, people I know. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, no, there's, you're good. You're good. there's so many people I know that have built Discord servers that just blow the fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's people that meet each other through there too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's producers that I see everywhere, and then I find them on like Instagram or Twitter, and they got like a mm-hmm. few hundred followers. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like just just doing things behind the scenes. I, I feel like it's it's kind of away from the rat race. You can be more lax about it. There's not as much expectation, especially when you get like companies involved and labels and everything. It's just seems mm. like a very hectic endeavor. Yeah. That's another uh, gray area for me is uh, labels. Cause I know a lot of them are a little bit dodgy. I know people oh, that yeah. have been in labels that have gotten screwed over. They're not necessarily able to release what they want or yeah. when they want, you know what I mean? Yep. But in terms of numbers, are you somebody that gets hung up on numbers or constantly looking at yeah. their their stats? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course. And, <laughs> um, that's not necessarily a bad thing at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, th- I think it's um, it's normal. It's normal. It's very normal. Um, there was a point in time where it's like all like all I did. Um, it's it's so unhealthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's also in a way. It's not totally unhealthy if you're doing it to build goals. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're if you want to set goals, obviously you're going to be looking at your your numbers. You're not for just sure, going to ignore sure. your numbers. If you're working on a song or a project super super hard yeah. and it doesn't do well, I mean, realistically that's going to hurt. Like that's yeah. a normal thing to go through. So, when you have that song or or that beat or just something a song that does really really well and you notice it does well i mean it's like the best feeling in the world you know yeah. what i mean it's good to know what works too and what mm-hmm. to continue doing and what to stop doing 
Yes, exactly. But that goes back into making what you want to make and not making what does well. I think that's, yeah. that's the biggest thing. A lot of people see, oh, this song did amazing, so I'm just going to kind of work on that style and, and that style only, and then you're going to yeah. overuse it and people are going to get bored of it, and you're, you're going to be like confused. With, like, I thought my my fans or my followers wanted to hear this. Why isn't it doing well anymore? Yeah. It, it, there's a whole, like, formula behind it. The yeah. way I view it is you just want to make what you feel like. For you sure. know what I mean? And I think the, that kind of stuff will be appreciated more in the long run because it's, it's mm-hmm. very much a period of time issue because let's mm-hmm. say, let's say post death, you know, like whenever, whenever that is the people who listen to your music and appreciate your music will go back into your catalog mm-hmm. of stuff and, you know, find the hidden gems that you know yeah. people maybe didn't appreciate uh when it was like sort of that time period but or they didn't even know you yet exactly yeah yeah, yeah. i see it as like a portfolio you know mm-hmm. that's why i don't necessarily like it when um artists take down super super old songs regardless of how how bad they are yeah. how bad you might think they are yeah it's still Let's a part of your account group. yeah uh, that's one thing I hate when people just completely erase it from the face of the earth. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but then again, I've been there. I, I've taken down songs I thought are just really bad. Yep, and yeah, me too. And it, it's, <clears throat> there's a whole thing to it. It's so easy to get caught up in your own head and overthink yeah. something. Just when you're making your own music, you're looking at every tiny thing. Like when it comes to the mix the beat just the the master there's a whole thing to it the average human or the average listener is not going to notice the things that you know they don't know there's no way if you hear like a um like a a small buzz or a mic crack or something like that you're going to notice it because it's your song but the average person's gonna have no idea that that even happened they're just gonna be listening to the song for sure and even like people who like are listening deeply frequently like you can listen to your favorite song a thousand times and then on the thousand first listen you're like i didn't notice that little thing in the mix mm-hmm. you know like sometimes uh it's it's really hard to to get uh that perspective sometimes there's people out there I'll close the door real quick yeah you're good um but no i think that that's it's it's really easy to um look back on things and when it comes to looking back on things like i almost find it better when i go back to an old song and notice how much i've improved yeah you know what i mean it's good to see kind of where you started how you grew like your flow and even with me specifically i I've had some like speech issues just growing up like i have a, a tiny bit of a lisp just notice noticing the fact that i'm able to speak clearly and more um thoroughly through music is a huge accomplishment yeah i would not have noticed that you had a slight list if you didn't mm-hmm. mention it no i appreciate that but i mean you you're able to um notice it a lot or i'm able to you um, mo- the For average sure. person probably on your mind put, a lot more. in my yeah. mind i'm like oh if i if i hear my list on it else is obviously going to hear it yeah um but it's just rewarding to kind of see your growth and how how your flow is getting better and things like that. Yeah. 
yeah, it's it's cool. It's uh, it's like little time capsules. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and when it comes to genres, I know that you 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 dip into almost every single genre through either I try to production or vocals. Out of all those genres, what do you think your favorite to make is? I have loved making rock beats lately, like guitar rig six, crazy plug in, like distorted guitars, trying to Mm -hmm. delve into like live drums and stuff. It's new to me. It's not easy. I'd love to do some like some like just crazy, like screaming vocals over it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that um, I gravitate a lot towards like the sort of plug and be sort of style of mm-hmm. of of things um i've always been bad at genres and like figuring out what exactly i'm making because mm-hmm. that's not really a thought that i have while i'm yeah. doing it um but yeah i'd say like plug and be ish just whatever is close to that uh mm-hmm. umbrella like that sort of sector yeah. of the internet i think that's why another big reason why it's so huge to be able to make just whatever you want yeah um if you're feeling one genre or it doesn't even need to be like one specific genre, you could throw a bunch of things into one beat and have it turn out however you want it to. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think that's another thing with labels. Labeling a genre uh, is so difficult nowadays just because of how many different genres are and inspiration from different people that make different genres is another huge thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, having a... a I, I think that in just life in general um what you the energy you receive is the energy that you put out and mm-hmm. vice versa so yep. if you're not getting a new stimulus constantly and introducing new things into your life whatever you're doing is going to get stale it's going to get old and it's not going to be as meaningful to you so trying to yeah. switch it up all the time is the way to do it for yeah, just about that's... everything that's another thing where burnout is such a huge thing yeah. for an artist to. There's people that make a similar genre or a similar sound and then they get tired of it and they kind of don't know what to do. Either they yeah, lose you get, inspiration. You get comfortable. You don't want yeah, to upset get too comfortable. people by, by doing mm-hmm. things different. Yeah. Yep. That's why I think it's so important to just make whatever the hell you want. You know for what sure. I mean? Yeah. Nothing. No one else really matters when it comes to your music. You're you're allowed yeah. to listen to feedback. You're allowed to look at the numbers, but in reality, as long as you're making what you want to make, nothing else matters. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Hundred yeah. percent. But when it comes to advice, what advice would you have for somebody that is trying to get into our scene right now in almost 2024, or just okay. in general? Um. Yeah, I I was there not too long ago, just being like, wow, a lot of cool people here. I want to make friends. I don't know how to do that. Um, I really think that uh, it's it's important to zoom out a bit because mm-hmm. uh, like you really uh, like any individual person is so capable of doing whatever it is they want to do. Like it's it's corny <laughs> to an extent, but it's, it's true. Like you get so caught up in the moment or in the past, they don't stop and think like, now, if I keep doing this thing for a while, how is this going to change in a year, two, three years? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you are the main character, like whoever is listening, like 
of your own life you are the main character and uh it's important to have a good mm-hmm. story don't yes. be boring you know yeah. don't, don't get too crazy but have, have a good life do stuff take risks uh when it comes to music really like with anything in life you just you have if you love it just do it a million times never mm-hmm. stop the opportunities the success whatever it'll it'll come um mm-hmm. no matter how impossible it seems in the moment if you just don't give up you could do yeah. whatever it is you want 100% and that's another thing that I really like that you brought up was tell your story in a way that makes you unique and different from anyone yeah. else you know what i mean yeah, exactly. everybody's different uh not everyone's going to have the same story when it comes to music in general you know what i mean so make it in a way that's interesting you don't want to do the same thing over and over and obviously bore people but um i think that's a huge thing storytelling is huge yeah yeah absolutely i mean if your life was a movie how would you want the main character to 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 do things you know if if like mm-hmm. you were viewing your life separately like yeah. you know you'd want your main character to be doing cool stuff and mm-hmm. and trying hard like there's no good story doesn't or it, there's no good story with like no hardship or things to overcome mm-hmm. it's not easy that's the yep. that's the point you gotta you gotta just do shit yeah 100% be, be active is I, I think the way to sum it up uh, if anyone wants to check out Flesh, all their links will be down below. Um, I heavily respect you. I, I feel like me sitting down with you, I was able to obviously learn more about you and respect you a lot more like um, as an artist and as a person. So I thank hey, you for coming too. on the show. Hey, yeah? thank you for, for having me. It was really nice talking to you.